Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is House Identity, Hufflepuff. Hello listeners, I'm Rhea. And I'm Sarah. And I'm Jem, and this is my Hufflepuff friend Sarah, who's going to be joining us today. Woo! <laughs> Bless. <laughs> We're so happy um, to have you, Sarah. You're amazing. I'm so happy to be here. I love to be included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Sarah has been my friend since I was how old were we? Like 13? 12? Yeah, 13. 13? Like like puberty? Puberty. We went through puberty together. Yeah. Um, (laughs) High school, uni, work. We know too much about each other. A lot. Um, And now she's here because she's also our only fan of this podcast. (laughs) I am your number one fan. Anyone else listening? Our only listener. Finally here on the show. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Hufflepuff today, which is my second favorite house. Woo! Um, and obviously Sarah's first favorite. What's what's it ranking for you, Rhea? I'm guessing number three? Yeah, it's got to be three. Sorry, I just have so many Ravenclaw qualities. As long as Gryffindor's at the end. <laughs> well, you know what they say, third place if you switched around. <laughs> it's the winner. <laughs> that is what they say. That is what they say. <laughs> Capital T, H, E. Um, cool, so... Uh, did wait, you did forget you have- that they ends in a Y? <laughs> Maybe I did. I did not even pick up on that. <laughs> forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> wait, Sarah, I should have asked you, is there anything you wanted to plug beforehand? Oh, what, like social media? Social media or anyone anyone in particular you want people to know about. It doesn't have to be you. You could be like, I want to plug <laughs> Billy Eichner or something. Oh, um, I want to plug... Josh's podcast, Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, because they're cool. Oh, wow. I don't wow. know anyone else. I'd also like to talk about Tessa Thompson. She's hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and dogs. Thank you. Okay. Your three endorsements from our Hufflepuff guest. Our Ravenclaw guest podcast. Dogs and sexy Tessa Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So should we talk about some of the house traits of Hufflepuff? Actually, there's one thing that I want to talk Ooh. about first, which is super ridiculous. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, in our Ravenclaw episode, we said that Ravenclaws had a vine, which is the- <laughs> Is there anything better than pussy? <laughs> yes, a really, a really good, good book. book. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, what if we did that for all the houses as well? Like, I've, I've got a suggestion for Slytherin, and then what if we came up with one for Hufflepuff? Yeah, what's the Slytherin one? I saw you hanging out with Caitlin <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Rebecca, it's not what you think. I won't hesitate, bitch. 
very true. Um, the one <laughs> that's got to be the Slytherin one. The one I think for Hufflepuff. There's two that come to mind. The first one is look at all Bell's chicken. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> and the second one is, there's one I've seen where it's just a guy sleeping and you think the guy holding the camera is going to prank him, but he actually plugs in his phone and tucks him into bed and makes it all nice. <laughs> I like that one. That's a great I one. I like that one. I also really like, I don't have enough money for chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> that one resonates with me the most. <laughs> what do you think, Sarah? You got any faves? You made me drop my croissants. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's all I can think. <laughs> These are all excellent yeah. suggestions. <laughs> excellent. I'm glad. We should make a compilation at the end of this. Um, okay, so house traits. Dominant ones I wrote down were hard work, patience, loyalty, fairness, just, patient, true. I got patience twice. <laughs> <laughs> you do have patience twice. Oh, no, you, no, she has patience and then patient. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Why are you so bad at this? For Slytherin, you put down ambition twice. <laughs> I don't know. Um, true, and then inclusivity, my dominant traits. That's yeah. about the same for me. I also had some secondary traits, which have been mentioned quite a lot in reference to Hufflepuff, which are kindness, tolerance, modesty, honesty, impartiality, and having a moral yeah. outlook. Did you say unafraid of toil? Or I hard did not work say or like that? unafraid of toil. That, that is one of their descriptors as well. But I didn't know how to put that into a word. So what do we think of those traits? How do they, how do they feel? I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like toot my own horn, but like, yeah, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> That's on bread for me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that all of these, except for just, are pretty, like, positive like they're all positive traits i can't see one that's really negative do i have any flaws just can be you know just people can also be dickheads because they're like there's no exceptions yeah. <laughs> and like um but also hard work mm. can be manipulated into like a hard-working goon hard-working criminal mm. yeah yeah um but yeah they're all wholesome for the most part i like how humble they feel I really like the idea of making any trait a negative trait by just adding criminal onto the end of it. Yeah. Hardworking criminal. <laughs> Loyal criminal. Trustworthy criminal. Inclusive criminal. <laughs> Inclusive criminal. I like that. Yeah, it's a you know, like a diverse group of people. <laughs> Ocean's 8, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. This is just to be clear that there are actual house traits of Hufflepuff. I often say that as like one of the biggest criticisms. It's like, oh, Hufflepuff just takes all the rest. They don't have a defining trait. It's like, well, they actually do. Mm. You're just not paying attention. You dickhead. <laughs> That's a shout out to Gryffindor. <laughs> but I think it's good that Hufflepuff well, kind of yeah. just takes everyone because that's one of the things about Hufflepuff House as well. Helga Hufflepuff does yeah. just accept everybody. Helga Hufflepuff is like, everyone has the human right to education. <laughs> No matter who they are. So valid. <laughs> it's valid. Like <laughs> She'll teach the lot. Love her. She'll take mm. the lot. She'll take the wall. <laughs> yeah. The Hufflepuff traits are a little bit basic. Sorry. Do you think they're basic just because we live in a society? <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> we live in a society which only emphasizes individualism and achievement as the most important traits and goals. It's a very Western worldview. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a great point, actually. The Hufflepuff traits work really well in, like, a more sort of collective culture, which we don't really live in. A collective culture which values integrity and hard work, which oh, isn't yeah, necessarily yeah. Western capitalism. Hmm? 
communism. Mm-hmm. Communism. <laughs> Comrade. Yeah. Being more... <laughs> being, like, more of an effective and helpful member of a group mm-hmm. and supporting each other as a better goal than individual achievement and, mm-hmm. you know, personal recognition. Should we talk about some of the symbolism of Hufflepuff House? Oh, yes. Sarah has a lot on this. First of all, I talked about badges. <laughs> yeah, badges. I love badges. In some uh, traditions, like Native American traditions, they're seen as very aggressive. Um, badges can also be associated with focus, yes. eagerness, healing, self-expression. They live underground, so they represent the unconscious thoughts of uh, people. Oh, the earth. The earth. They have uh, persistence, confidence, strong will, protection, and defense. They represent individuality and independence. Badger tracks are, auspic- are an auspicious sign that anything is possible when you tap into our inner creative powers. Very nice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's so <laughs> Which cool. Which is interesting. I thought that individuality and independence was interesting that it came up with the badger, even though that's not what we associate with Hufflepuff at all, really. They're, yeah. They're yeah. more like a collective, part of the ship, part of the crew kind of house. Part of, part of the fam. Part of the fam. <laughs> Badgers are just more recluse. <laughs> Dig my hole. I also like that badgers are really aggressive. Yeah. They're really, really vicious and dangerous. They're a bit like koalas in that way, where they seem soft and cuddly, <laughs> but don't idiots. fucking touch They're like one. fat and feisty. I <laughs> relate to that. I'd also like to bring up the fact that in Celtic mythology, they were seen as guides. But more importantly, here's Ooh. some fun facts about badgers for you. <laughs> when attacking large animals such as lions, they go for the scrotum. <laughs> they go for that scrotum. They go for the scrotum. Um, and yes. badges also have... Oh, that says great things about Hufflepuff-Gryffindor interactions. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'll, I'll kick you in the, in the scrotum, Chad. <laughs> anyway, badges also have the ability to produce a very unpleasant <laughs> scent through their anal glands when being threatened or to give a warning. I think that's... Biological warfare. Everyone can do that. I really, I'm not sure how that relates to Hufflepuff, but I looked a bit too far into badges and I got carried away. Well, that's what you do whenever I enter your house. That's just a personal trait of mine. That's not Hufflepuff. I don't mean to generalize. Not everyone's as stinky as me. But yeah, that's all I have for Badger. Um, I learned a thing of two about badges that they have like these underground sort of burrows, right? But they mm. go into different rooms and they have different rooms for different purposes. Yeah. So they're, like, real organised and homey and, like, they're very defensive of their territory, which I thought was cool. Yeah, and, like, those burrows can, like, they go down in the family. They last for, like, yeah. hundreds of years, which is really that, like, communal connection. Yeah, I, I heard about a burrow that, like, went from, like, one side of England to, like, into Scotland. Like, it was huge. It just, like, went so far. I love them. Yeah. I know. I wish I was a badger. What the fuck? Honey badger just takes what it wants. <laughs> Honey badgers scare me. It's the only thing I'm afraid of. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> <laughs> I also talked about the colour yellow, because that's their, their main colour. Sarah's favourite colour, by the way. It is. Yeah. You look so good in yellow, too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yellow is for wheat, it's for sunshine, hope, yeah. uh, happiness, freshness, positivity, uh, clarity, energy, and optimism. Uh, women used to wear yellow ribbons in the hope that their men would return from war. That's a fun Did fact. Did that work? I don't know. I mean, some of them returned, I'm guessing. Some of them died. <laughs> some of them died. <laughs> Did that work? Like it's a magic charm. <laughs> <laughs> you never know! <laughs> um, people say mellow yellow when they're talking about relaxation. Yellow is for enlightenment, remembrance, peace, intellect, honour, loyalty, 
joy, but it also represents cowardice, deceit, caution, sickness, yeah. jealousy, spontaneity, unstableness, oh. and childishness. Yellow-bellied. Oh, yellow fun fact about childishness, because um, I got too far into the color yellow again. <laughs> um, the color yellow is used in marketing because it's loved by children, mm. but it is hated <laughs> by prestigious and wealthy men because they see it as childish. That's all I have on yellow. <laughs> I learned a little bit about different cultural <laughs> interpretations of um, yellow. In Egypt, yellow is for the dead. In Japan, okay. yellow is the color of courage. In India, yellow represents merchants. Hmm. I don't know what I think about that. Well, merchants okay. make sense because it's like gold, prosperity, I guess. True. The dead is interesting. Maybe it's like the color of the skin goes after you die. Oh, it's morbid. It's morbid. It's like when your pee leaves mm. you when you die. Or is that only your poo? It's like a poop. Okay. Fart poop when you're dead. But do you pee as well? Because I assume you still got stuff in you. No, you're thinking of pregnancy, man. <laughs> oh, okay. When you've given birth, yeah. No, but you also poo giving birth. Yeah, birth is terrifying. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast about the colour yellow. <laughs> yellow makes me think of that story, the yellow ribbon, about the girl who her- whose head falls off at the end. Spoilers! <laughs> That was the first story you ever told me. (laughs) That is insane! But, like, okay, so she split it up throughout the day. (laughs) She told me the first part of the story in the morning. (laughs) And waited to the end of the day to tell me that she lost her head. (laughs) What can I say? I'm a dramatic bitch. Big Slytherin energy. That part makes sense to me somehow. <laughs> but what do you mean that's the first story she ever told you? Like, hi, my name's Jem. And <laughs> let me tell you a story about a woman. I mean, my earliest memories of her is one, her putting me through friendship tests. And two, her telling me that story sometime in the first year. That we yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. What are these friendship tests? One friendship test I did was I sat across from Sarah. This is when I barely knew her. And I stared at her for like five minutes without blinking to see if she would freak out or not. Um, I was put through a series of trials. Gem, what the fuck? I needed to know if she was worthy. How do you have more friends than I do? She passed the tests. I did. And now she's best friend for life. And now I'm here today. <laughs> Clutch his shoulder tightly. <laughs> so what are we talking about? I think we're going into Slither and Hufflepuff friendship somehow, but we should be talking about the color yellow. Um, there's the color black, that's the secondary color. I would like to note that Hufflepuff is the only house that doesn't have a precious metal as its secondary color. And I think that shows their humility. Yeah. yeah. Also, I read somewhere that it was like all the precious metals are yeah. easily broken, but soil is not. Mm. I'm not sure how that's true because you can crumble soil in your hand. But I like the sentiment. Yeah, so black is meant to represent the soil, apparently. I think also the yellow and black col- colors are sort of reminiscent of bees a little bit. And that makes sense to Hufflepuff because they're hard workers. They... Um, protect us all, and they like just buzzing about doing the little well, nice little community. They got a community. Go back to the queen. Yeah, it's the queen bit of Hufflepuff. You. <laughs> so black is—it's funny because yellow and black, even though they complement each other really well visually, they are diametrically opposites in terms of the symbolism of their colors. Yeah, really. like black the duality is, of man. Black is for power, fear, mystery, strength, authority, elegance, yeah. formality. Death, evil, aggression, <laughs> rebellion, sophistication. It has a grounding effect. It, it represents protection, comfort. It's secretive and depressing. Secretive and depressing. <laughs> okay, so like two of the words you just said apply to Hufflepuff. The rest of them don't. 
A color that probably has mm. like better Hufflepuff what symbolism might be brown. Maybe the Hufflepuff colors should be yellow and brown. Well, yellow and brown kind of makes you think of like poop. Like it doesn't poop, poop and pee. <laughs> <laughs> Could we so, could we get away from those, please? Thank you again for inviting me here. Poop and pee. Who can be black too? That's true. It can. Uh, Watch yourself. I'm just a bit disappointed that it doesn't really work because so far, like blue and bronze both worked great for Ravenclaw. Green and sl- silver both work great for uh, Slytherin. It's a bit disappointing that like yellow is perfect for Hufflepuff, but black just doesn't really suit any of their ideals. It's probably because of the badger that black was chosen yeah. as well. Because yellow and white doesn't work. It's not strong enough. Yeah, I guess so. All right, let's move on to the last symbolic element, which is earth. earth. Because Hufflepuff... Oh, wait, she stopped flipping. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hufflepuff corresponds with the element of earth. So earth is for abundance. It has solid foundations. Fertility, <laughs> nurturing. It's strong. Constantly transforming. Yeah. It has feminine energy. It's associated with motherhood. It has creativity, longevity. It's our home, prosperity, orderliness, sustenance, dependability, security, intuition, introspection, and wisdom. Fun fact, I have an earth tattoo on my ankle. Yeah, like the earth true. symbol. Yeah. Like the upside down triangle with a line through it. Yeah, I like that earth is the one for Hufflepuff because it's all like, it's where we get the food, it's where we set mm-hmm. up our homes, it's all cozy and warm. There, it's stable. It's stable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unassuming. Fertile. Yeah. <laughs> Hufflepuff has really strong yeah. associations with food, like you said, with the kitchens that are near Hufflepuff House and that were set up by Helga Hufflepuff and with like plants and nature and the earth. Mm. With um, Professor Sprout being the head of Hufflepuff House and Herbology being very strongly associated with Hufflepuff. <laughs> it's cool that Earth is their element. Yeah. House nice. of the fatties. House of the fatties. House of the fatties. <laughs> the absolute units. Enormous chunkers. <laughs> House um, of the absolute units. So that's sort of a segue into how can you recognize a Hufflepuff? <laughs> <laughs> Fat! <laughs> My mm. point there was always pack and snacks. Like, they've always got food on them. Because you literally <laughs> have pulled snacks out of your pocket. <laughs> can I have a lollipop? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Oh, can I have the other strip? <laughs> okay, no, sure. Alright. Are you carrying around lollipops? <laughs> I'm okay. Now, this is can, you, ASMR. can you guys please oh. not eat on our podcast? <laughs> like, right in the background. <laughs> okay, that's incredible. Sarah, why do you have snacks in your pocket? In case I go hungry. <laughs> or in case other people go hungry. Like, my biggest fear in life is being somewhere and being hungry and not being able to, like, fix that somehow. <laughs> like, I get I get sweaty hands, I get nervous. It stresses me out. All my bags have some form of snack in it. That's true. It justified <laughs> that. The other night, I was at Trivia with you and I was like, oh, I'm hungry. And you pulled out a Kit Kat one. <laughs> You just had it in your bag. I'm always prepared to eat. <laughs> okay, I was going to be like, um, Fat Hufflepuff is a stereotype, but I, you've blown me away with this. It's either fat in terms of pure appearance or it's fat in terms of personality. <laughs> just, I always just have down enjoys food. Like, No, they have a fat personality. <laughs> Don't ask me to explain that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I feel it. 
Yeah, I had, like, loves the simple things, like food, obviously, but also nature and what are some other simple things? I'm all about elegance in Slytherin House, I don't know. Like they're like boxes. They, like, they have boxes in their room that they don't really use for things, but they just like boxes. I have a lot of things. I'm a hoarder. I like to keep my things. Yeah. I like things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like sunlight. <laughs> yeah, your room's always filled with light, and it's always cozy, and you've always got, like, a cup of tea on a bench that's, like, half drunk. Yeah, and, like, that's the floor of mine. It has to be cozy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm solar-powered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you said... When I bought this room, you're like, I could never live here because there's not a last light. That was your first. Just, there's only one window in my room and she freaked out at the board. It's like jail. And your room is really nice. But it's like, like my number one incentive for not going to jail is the lack of windows. <laughs> not for like the horrible lifestyle, you know. Some jails aren't too bad. They feed you. God. You get to do activities. You get to make friends. You heard it here first. Some jails aren't too bad. Some jails are good. <laughs> because, and um, this is another quote, the food, activities, and friends, all things you can access outside of jail. Yeah, but, like, you have to have them in jail. Like, the people can't escape you in jail. <laughs> it's a nice little community, you know? Um, <laughs> Enforced friends, okay. <laughs> You have so much Hufflepuff energy. I'm just, I'm in awe of you. Like, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> we should just let you speak into the mic for 40 minutes. Just no, it'll stream just be, of consciousness. It'll just be me making sounds. <laughs> 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 Some things I had written down for how to recognize a Hufflepuff outside of this weird energy that we're going into. Fat personality. <laughs> um, I had that they're usually, like, well-liked people. Like, people tend to always just sort of gravitate towards you. They like you, even if you don't like them. Yeah, yeah. Um, They usually like to stick to the status quo, but not always. Um, if it, like, conflicts with core values. Yeah, then neutral good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're happy, smiley people, yeah. quiet achievers, mm-hmm. avoid conflict at all costs. Yes. Oh, my God. You... <laughs> I don't want to fight the <laughs> banana situation. <laughs> the banana- <laughs> so this just happened now where... I'm like I invited Sarah in. I'm like, hey, do you want some tea? And she brought her own tea. And I'm like, do you want a banana? And she's like, uh, are you having one? I'm like, I had one this morning. And she's like, oh, I won't have one. And I'm like, have the banana. And she's like, no, it's okay. And I'm like, have it. And then she insisted that we split it in half. And I'm like, which end do you want? And she's like, I'll take the bottom end. I'm like, why are you taking the bottom end? Because it's the worst end. And I I shoved the top end of the banana into her mouth. <laughs> This would have been easier if you just didn't let me have the banana. <laughs> that's, that's what it's like. Um, teamwork makes the dream work for Hufflepuffs. Yeah. They're yes men because they can't say no. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're creative oh, thinkers, they respect nature, and they're very caring. They acknowledge underdogs, so if you're in a group of people and there's someone that's like that's a con join the conversation, but they're like always being cut off, the Hufflepuff will like talk to them and like include them in the conversation. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, that's either me or I'm the person that's trying to get into the conversation. Yes. <laughs> Strangers love them. Strangers love me. They do. Like yes. they just come up to you and talk to you and tell their whole life story. <laughs> and they're quite shy. I wrote this down. That's salesman. This is an explanation. <laughs> this is a story. So you know how when you're walking through like a mall and there's people in the center of the mall that are trying to sell you something or they're trying to make you donate to charity. Yeah. And they'll like lock eyes with someone. They'll be like, hey, do you have time to talk? 
I just walk straight past them. Or sometimes if they're the skin people that try to sell me skin and stuff, I'm like, no try thanks, my skin's perfect. Sell you skin. <laughs> <laughs> but you those black market people that I walk by. <laughs> you know what I mean? Skin creams and stuff. I for the skin people. <laughs> you always do though, like if they look eyes you told me a story once where they pulled you in because you like were kind and looked at them and they were like, Hey and they and and you, you didn't really oh, want to do yeah. it and you're like sorry i just don't have any money like any cash on me and they're like oh we take card and then they like kind of forced you to pay with card because you couldn't say i gave them 30 dollars. oh my god <laughs> Sarah. they were like oh we, they, i need to like hit my quota for today and i was like i don't want you to go home without you meeting your quota i just they were past. lying to me weren't they <laughs> Sarah, that's so much for a person who bullied you into kindness. I'm so sorry, but that is true. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's why sometimes it's good to go out with me because I just just pull you past. (laughs) I've actively called you before, I believe, to not talk to the people. Like once I think I called you and I was like, Jem, please talk to me. I don't want to talk to the charity people. Do you have anything to say, Rhea? Any any thoughts? Any thoughts? Yeah, any thoughts. Underneath how to recognize a Hufflepuff, I've written in all caps, close your eyes and picture a good friend. <laughs> Do you see me? Yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so every time when someone mentions Sarah, here are the three thoughts that go through my brain. First of all, Oh my god, Sarah's so gorgeous. When did she become so gorgeous? Because I always think of you as like that awkward 13, 14 year old that I first met you. And now you're like a grown woman and you're so beautiful. And I'm like, what's happening? But I do the same thing I think about Jem as well, because Jem's like 12 in my brain. And then I see her and I'm like, this is an adult. What's happening? Sarah's so gorgeous. Sarah's so good at art. I love the art she's drawn me. It's up in my house. I love it. It's gorgeous. And third of all is... A memory that I have no context for, but I'm in public with Sarah. She's really hungry. She's got a big plate of food and she's screaming, put it in. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Melbourne. <laughs> I remember it. Was it Chinese place? Yes. Yeah. I was really I have hungry. no idea what that memory is. <laughs> I'm happy that you remember that. I w- that's how I want to be remembered, as hungry and desperate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man! So those are those are some things that you can recognize a Hufflepuff: gorgeous, creative, hungry. Yeah, well, that's true. Hufflepuffs are all hotties in the books as well. Thank movies. you. They're all hotties. Yeah. Thank you, Cedric Diggory, babe. Stars. Oh my god! Oh, boy. Lick my lips just thinking about it. Wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> Should we go into some notable Hufflepuffs? Yeah, how are they represented? I would like to talk about the fact prior. <laughs> <laughs> I have never vibed with someone on this level. I would specifically like to talk about why he got executed. Yes! <laughs> The fat fry is great. So, um, he was a clergyman in the church, which wasn't <laughs> wizards, and he revealed himself as a wizard because one, he yes. kept curing people with magic, which was poking people with sticks, but then the church people were like, oh, that's suspicious. But most importantly, he couldn't hide the fact that he was a wizard because he kept pulling rabbits out of the communion cup. And no. if I am to die in any way, <laughs> if I am to be executed for any reason... Love that fat dude. It's for being extra. It's for being. It's for, it's for doing some dumb shit like that. 
and refusing to stop even though you know it's going to get you killed. I refuse to learn from my mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I love it. Did you have anything, Rio? For the fat friar, I have that he's a plump, friendly man wearing monk robes who is always willing to help Pufflepuffs who are lost or in trouble. I think he might be the best of the um, house ghosts. Like, Ravenclaw and Slytherin are a write-off because they suck. Nearly Headless Nick is super annoying. He's so fucking whiny. I hate him. So the Fat Friar has to be the best because I love him. He's the only one that's actually pleasant. He has no flaws. Mm. He's fat. He's jolly. It's like (laughs) executed. (laughs) All the best friend traits. Some other notable Hufflepuffs. Newt Scamander from uh, the Fantastic Beast series. Newt Newt loves those animals. The best, obviously. Yeah. Sorry, I'm salivating. <laughs> I think I'm Cedric Diggering food. Yeah. Well, let's go back. Uh, we're going to spend too long. Let me get through the list and then we can talk about them. Professor Sprout, Tonks, <laughs> Hannah Abbott, Justin Finch Fletchley, whose name I always fuck up, Susan Bones, Ernie McMillan, Zachariah Smith, the only cunt Hufflepuff, and then. From the Hogwarts Mystery Games, uh, Professor Kettleburn, Penny, Diego, and Jane, who I love. She's so good. She's the prefect. And she also, once she stops being the prefect, does a stint in Azkaban for things that we don't know. <laughs> She's always vaguely threatening when she talks to you. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love Hufflepuff's produced like the least amount of dark wizards. And Jane is on that list of dark wizards. <laughs> she went to Azkaban. Because <laughs> of my reasons for going to jail. <laughs> I want to talk about Zachariah Smith because all the Hufflepuffs, like, they're all nice people. They're all pretty much hardworking nice people. Mm. We get the gist. They're all hotties, too. And Zachariah (laughs) Smith is, like, a single (laughs) fucking cunt in in the nicest town. Like, how did he get in there? Yeah. Well, I think the reason why he's in Hufflepuff is because he's a direct descendant of Hufflepuff. That's true. He's related to... Uh, what's her name? Hepzibah Smith, who had the Hufflepuff cuff before Voldemort killed her and stole it. So I think it was more a case of, like, maybe he should have been in Slytherin or something, but he went up to the Sorting Hat and was like, I'm a Hufflepuff boy, put me in that house. Uh, there's lots of Hufflepuff love, though, from fans and creators, though. Like, it it Mm. used to be that Hufflepuffs were, like, the butt of the joke of bad memes (laughs) that had those capital texts with the shadow on the back. Like, you know, those, like... The memes. <laughs> There's memes. Oh, God, I hated them. Um, they used to be the bother joke of, like, oh, they're dumb all the time. But it's not the case anymore. It's really no. been a shift to, like, hop off the first house now. <laughs> um, did we want to talk about some pros and cons? Drag me. <laughs> I had pro. They're very kind. Cons, they can be passive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah. pushover, guys. <laughs> I wrote down this con naive before because I was thinking of a time when uh, Sarah and I were playing a game. We were playing oh. Cards Against Humanity and uh, it was just the two of us so we couldn't decide sometimes which card was funnier so we'd leave it to a coin toss. We're both hilarious people. Yeah, we're both really funny. And so sometimes we'd be like, oh yeah, this one's particularly more funny but sometimes we'd be at a draw and so we'd decide with a coin toss who got the point. And I was the one that was tossing the coin. I'd always be like, all right, heads I win, tails you lose. And I won every coin toss <laughs> for 30 minutes. And then I started to feel bad because she just was constantly, she, she never picked up on it. So I actually had to tell her. And I was like, Sarah, you realize heads I win, tells you lose means I always win. <laughs> and she got so <laughs> mad. I mean, I didn't want to dispute it because it's like, fair play, you, got, you won every time, I guess. <laughs> I'm not a critical thinker. <laughs> I don't learn from my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was 
the the coin said you won, so... There's no way this system could possibly be excluded. Please keep that in! (laughs) Hey, you got one in! Uh, Smells like banana. No, it's Okay, um, pros. They're hardworking. Cons, I wrote basic, question mark. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about this. Am I basic? I don't think you're basic at all, but some people have this criticism. I think it's because people find people interesting if they have an edge, and not all Hufflepuffs have an edge, maybe. Mm. Or they just assume that they don't have an edge, yeah. which is wrong. Yeah. Because Tonks is so edgy. Exactly. Uh, pros, loyal. Cons, loyal. <laughs> That's pretty much right. <laughs> pros, they're very accepting, tolerant. Cons, they avoid conflict at all costs. <laughs> um, pros, they're great team members. Cons, they have a fear of isolation. <laughs> I just saw the void in your eyes when you were saying that. It's like my number one nightmare. Being alone, yeah. Yeah, it's like when you're like walking somewhere and you're with friends and then like you turn around and they're not there anymore. I did that to you the other night. You did that to me the other night. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my greatest fear. Like when you're walking with friends and you're with a group of friends and like the sidewalk's narrowing and the alpha friends are moving ahead and you're falling behind. you're not the alpha friends because you walk like a crap and you walk real slow and push people into barriers because you're walking sideways learn to walk everybody who i've ever walked with has issues with the way i walk i 100 percent accept that but i will not change <laughs> i crab walk i drift i walk like right behind you i'm not a good person to walk with you know. <laughs> I won't change. <laughs> um, pros, trusting. Cons, naive. Yeah. Pros, patient. Cons, passive aggressive. Stop patient, Ron, again. Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. Cons, passive aggressive. By the way, it's not patient, Ron. I remember once, I think the thing I did that pissed you off most about oh, friendship. I know what you're saying. I think within, I pissed her off the most in our friendship oh in God. high school. I was writing notes in my book, history class, and you know how when you're writing like a word and you, and you run out of space on the page, so you do a dash and you write the rest of the word on the next slide? No! Well, I was writing the word can't, C-A-N apostrophe T, and I wrote can but then I had to flip the page and do a dash apostrophe T on the next page. And Sarah <laughs> had a conniption. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 just write the word on the next page. <laughs> and then you taunted me about it. Yeah, everything you'd write to me, I dash on it. <laughs> <laughs> Slither and Hufflepuff friendships are the best of friendships. One time, Sarah thought I was out of there because I was stressed. I was stressed about school or something like that. I was a bit short with her one day. I, Sarah- I, I touched her necklace, and then she said "stop" in a very blunt way, and it upset me. <laughs> Sarah was so upset that for like she went home and drew me some art and got me a poster of my favorite movie and gave it to me the next day because she she thought that I was mad at her. I'm like, what the fuck? What's this for? Like- <laughs> You'd never been blunt with me before, and I was afraid. <laughs> I'm blunt with everyone. Yeah, but not me. <laughs> Bless. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about pros and cons or personal opinions about Hufflepuffs? Oh, con, load of duffers. <laughs> I agree.
I was going to argue with that, but after speaking with Sarah for almost an hour, no, I'm putting it back in. (laughs) Some opinions I had was the common room interior is lovely, but the way to get in is kind of fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's fun. It's excellent. I think it's absolutely superb that if you don't get the entrance tune right, you get doused in vinegar. Have you ever left something in vinegar? The skin comes off. It's <laughs> what did you leave in vinegar? Wonderful. Chicken. Oh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, the Hufflepuff entrance, there's a bunch of like barrels and you've got to go up to the entrance to the common room and tap out with your wand on one barrel. Helga Hufflepuff, basically. Yes. And if you get the tune wrong or any of the taps wrong, you get doused in vinegar. Yes. <laughs> Which is... It's like the only common room that's got like some kind of repelling technique. <laughs> Yeah, the rest of them you just get locked out. For Hufflepuff, you get punished. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Well, it's the safest common room. Harry's never seen it. It's the only common room that has remained free of intruders for over 500 years, and also the only one that hasn't been broken into or seen in the Harry Potter books. <laughs> but I really, uh, it kind of sucks that you have to do this, like, tune tapping thing, and if you get it wrong, you get doused in vinegar, and then you have to go buy new skin, I guess. It's only if you get cooked in vinegar. So unless, like, they boiled it first. Unless it's boiled vinegar. But still, if you had- if you didn't know- If you didn't know and you had, like, your eyes open, you could (laughs) damage your eyesight. You will never see the inside (laughs) of Hufflepuff. If I was a Hufflepuff, I would be closing my eyes, mouth, and nose, like, every time I went to go- Why would you close your mouth? Just in case that I got the knocks wrong or something. It's free vinegar. (laughs) Have a little fucking pocket vial. (laughs) Vinegar. Why would you need free vinegar? Cooking? Snack? <laughs> cleaning? I use vinegar for cleaning. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Makes my, I mean, my toilet does what? smell like vinegar, but it's clean. Okay. I just, my brain keeps short-circuiting because he keeps saying things that are just so alien to me. It's like I'm trying to comprehend another language. You might, you might collect some free vinegar in a little cup. As a snack, or to clean your toilet, and my my brain's just here like these things don't connect. Like, like there's a plus side to that situation. You're always looking on the bright side, I guess. Yeah. Um. What else? What else did I have to think about Hufflepuff. Um. I think everyone should want to be a Hufflepuff. Mm. But then there wouldn't be there wouldn't be a nice sense of diversity. You know, mm. it wouldn't be spicy enough. But Hufflepuff is the house of diversity. Oh yeah, true. It's just yeah. the values of just like. Having integrity, hardworking, loyal, and kind. Those mm. are good values. Everyone should have those values. Yeah. Like- That's a great sentiment. <laughs> um, what's it like to have a Hufflepuff as a friend? Should we talk about that? Or you tell me. <laughs> last, last point that I want to make about the common room. It's like a hobbit hole. It's super co- cozy and everything's round. Uh, but also Professor Sprout brings in plants that dance and sing. And, like, that's just so cool. Your, oh, God, your common room is so good. I want to live there. I want plants. I want sunlight. I want a fireplace. I want a couch. Mm. I want plants. I want a circle door. <laughs> that's all. Signing off. <laughs> I am a simple woman. Mm-hmm. I just want a circle door. That's a Sarah quote that, that you use a lot. I'm a simple woman. I want my body to be circle and then I fit nicely into <laughs> the door. circle door hole. Like, there's, like, shape things that kids play with. <laughs> like, that would please me greatly. I love shapes. <laughs> um, on that note, what's it like to have Puff Puff as a friend? 
Hufflepuffs are warm and kind. They're caring. Um, something you did for me just a few weeks ago. Is I was sick and you were making a big meal. What were you making? The Filipino dish? Arroz caldo. <laughs> for any Filipinos out there. <laughs> <laughs> that beautiful, beautiful meal. And Shout you- out to the Filipinos. <laughs> That's my plug. <laughs> Shout out to that excellent archipelago. So your plug What's is up? your plug's Tessa Thompson, Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. Yes. Dogs and the Philippines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, you made me this beautiful meal, and also our other friend who was sick as well. So, we all sat around and had a nice meal at your place. It stresses me out when people don't eat enough. I, one of my legitimate pet peeves is if I offer somebody food and they only take a little bit. Like, what statement are you trying to make there? Do you not want some? <laughs> Does that bother you? Because you offer me chips and I only take one chip. Yeah, you just take one Pringle and it's upsetting. <laughs> well, that's because when I eat Pringles, I take them out one at a time. I know, but at least one at a time take out five Pringles. No. Yes. I never take them out in clumps. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Um, us as friends, give excellent compliments <laughs> and gifts. You always, you, you, you see gift giving as a competition. But yes, it is. <laughs> But yeah, that's when your Slytherin edge comes out. I'm a very competitive. But your competitiveness is like, I must be the n- the best at being the nicest. Like, that's your competitive edge. <laughs> I value fair no. play. I, I'm, I'm not a cheater. I like to win, though. <laughs> um, puffs are always down to hang or celebrate. They're loyal, supportive, helpful. They won't confront you with hard truths unless really pressured. <laughs> like, I will not. <laughs> you won't do it. They won't make decisions. <laughs> Even if it's like, I'm getting <laughs> as simple as like, oh, do you want to like sit in a chair or sit on the floor? Like it's like, oh, whatever you want to do. <laughs> it's like, what if I make a decision that like impacts you negatively? And then I'd just be like, uh. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, number three. <laughs> it's like that buff guy. Oh my god. <laughs> Big Pumba energy. Big Pumba energy. <laughs> oh, he's so rotund. <laughs> uh, Hufflepuffs are creative friends. They don't like burdening their friends with their own sadness or problems. So look out for this if you have a Hufflepuff friend. They see it as burdening when they tell you about things they're going through. They won't tell you things. I will not. No. So you've got to sort of sense it in your Hufflepuff friend and come to their aid with snacks and chill times. They're defensive of their friends, but not necessarily of themselves as well. That so, is true. Yeah. Like, if if anyone was, like, being r- rude to me, you would step up and, like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would, like, be like, hey, back off. Stop <laughs> dumb, that. Dumb. <laughs> but um, you don't do it for yourself. Not no. Not, you're getting better, but not always. I'm doing my best. But that's why I like to help you. I think that goes into my mistakes thing. Like, I will not learn from my mistakes if it affects me, but if I make a mistake that affects someone <laughs> yeah. negatively, I will learn from it. That's, and you're like, never do it again. You're so mm. afraid. Yeah, I will. Have I touched a necklace again? <laughs> you haven't. I have not. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, did you have anything for Hufflepuff's as friends, Ria? Hufflepuff friends are the best yeah. friends. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, friendship is one of your actual traits. I have a Hufflepuff friend, and, like, just everything that you're saying, I'm like, yep, that's her. Especially can't make decisions. <laughs> that's a call out. But also, my Hufflepuff friend, every single gift that she has ever given me in our entire friendship, so that's going on, like, yeah, 15 no. years now, has been... A piece of art that she has made for me, and I treasure them all, and I love them all, and I love her so much. 
She's so good. Alice? Yes. <laughs> I think I've mentioned her before, but not by name. We call her Alice. Oh, she's also the friend who got a bucket jammed on her head. <laughs> I remember that I've mentioned her on the podcast because I gave her the pseudonym Alice, but I can't remember what I was talking about. I assume it was the got a bucket jammed on her head story because that's my favorite story to tell about her. That wasn't the story. We were talking about her being a teacher because that came up, but what's the bucket story? How do you not know this story? I feel like I've told it so many times that she refuses to speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so glad she doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> when Alice was a little girl, her dad was at work and he got a phone call from her mother saying, you have to come home right away. Alice has got a bucket jammed on her head. <laughs> so he left work and drove home. <laughs> no, mother was standing outside the house with this little five-year-old Alice. He's got this bucket yeah. jammed on her head. chickens and they're like going crazy so you have to cover their heads over so they think it's nighttime and they calm down and go to sleep <laughs> that's what alice is like she's just like completely sedate this, <laughs> this bucket's working like a sedative but her mom is frantic <laughs> they spent hours oh trying to figure out how to get the bucket off her giant head <laughs> Yeah, I think they like they tried pour, like, pouring oil into it and they couldn't get it off and they had to eventually cut it off with the saw. Oh my god. Her head? <laughs> yes. <laughs> head <left. And, laughs> Yeah, and then they tied it back on with a yellow ribbon. Um, yeah. <laughs> and now. And the reason why Alice gets so angry at me if I tell this story oh, no. is because she has a very big head. And <laughs> When we were in high school, our graduating year of high school, when they did the school photos, what they did was they took our first school photo from when we were in year seven and compared it to our school photo from when we were in year 12 so we could all see how much we've grown up. And looking at these photos, I said genuinely as a compliment, wow, you've really grown into your forehead. <laughs> she was so mad. She didn't talk to me for over a week. <laughs> God, Rhea. <laughs> Well, I'm sure she's happy that we're talking about this now. Um, what about as lovers or partners? What are they like? Uh, once again, I don't think I have, I've had lovers that are Hufflepuffs. None of my lovers have been kind or loyal. Well, I, I don't think I've dated Hufflepuffs either, to be honest, but I did some research, um, into this. Um, and apparently Hufflepuffs, according to Pottermore, everyone should want to marry a Hufflepuff. I swear that article. You swear it? I read it! I read it! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I told, I told. I um, as a partner, <laughs> Hufflepuffs are loyal. They don't play you at all. They're not going to Jay-Z you and Lemonade. They're going to be there for you. <laughs> shout out to Lemonade. Shout out to Lemonade. That's another thing you're going to be shouting out. <laughs> I have all shout outs. Everyone go watch, listen to Lemonade. Lemonade the album and Lemonade the drink. Mm. Deliciously refreshing. Um, they're very humble and they're good listeners. I do love to listen. You love listening. Yeah. That's why people tell you their stories all the time, because you just happily listen. I know lots of stories. And I think Cedric Digger is described as strong and silent. Yeah. Yes. He's a hottie. Described as handsome by everyone, including Harry. Harry is not straight. Sorry. 
Um, <laughs> oh, God. I was wondering how long it would take before we just descended into making noises into the microphone. <laughs> I have been holding back. <laughs> I have so many noises I want to make. <laughs> I've already burped three times, okay? <laughs> Um, Hufflepuffs will be quite open with their feelings and expect the same from you. So for Slytherins, that can be a hard thing to overcome if you're dating a Hufflepuff. But Hufflepuffs, they have patience, so they'll, they'll yes. wait it out. Yep. So think of a- I thought you were about to say they shower. I hope so. <laughs> they shower. I hope so. Um, <laughs> partners in vinegar. <laughs> God. A Hufflepuff might yeah. necessarily take you out on a date to a restaurant, but they'll homemake your meal and they'll put effort into it and love into the meal. And if they're throwing you a birthday party, they won't just throw you like a birthday <laughs> party because they think that's what you want. They'll throw you a birthday party that you actually want. So if you're like not a social person, they'll just have like, hey, here's your birthday party with just you, me and a dog. And we're just going to like watch movies or something like that. Yeah, true. I just feel like I'm not good at expressing myself through words. So I do it through, through, actions. through actions and things. Yeah, yeah. They have the potential to remain locked into bad relationships because their loyalty and willingness to see the good in others. So that's, that's that can be a downside. That could happen. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a friend who's a Hufflepuff and you see that they're kind of in a bad stitch in a relationship, you've got to help them. Sorry, before we move on, you should do that for everyone, not just Hufflepuffs. Just as a reminder to our listeners. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, do that for any of your friends or anyone you know. Uh, so they're natural peacekeepers and caretakers. <laughs> they will watch a sport game with you even if they don't like sport. That's the kind of partner they yeah, are. Yeah, that's the kind of energy I don't like. I, I will watch something that I don't want to watch yeah. Yeah. for you. Yeah, they'll do that. Whereas if I was like, if I, if Josh was like, hey, I want, like, this happens all the time. Josh is like, hey, let's watch this movie. I'm like, mm, and he's like, all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the other night we were trying to decide a movie and I was like, okay, we'll go with this one. And then Josh was like, mm. and then I was like, well, with this one. And you were like, mm. and Honestly. Um, so with Hufflepuffs, I feel like this is just the thing that I thought of. Things could build up over time with a Hufflepuff partner if you don't check some of your behaviours that make them annoyed or upset. Because Hufflepuffs, I think, they won't call you out on things if it's annoying them because they don't want to cause conflict. Yes. So if it keeps on continuing and if you're not like aware of the situation, it could build up and the Hufflepuff might have a mini explosion. I will die. (laughs) Yeah. That's just some things I thought about. I don't know what about you guys. I relate to that. I mean, I can't say myself, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are Hufflepuffs like as enemies? Now, this was tricky. Does someone not like me? <laughs> Who's my enemy? All right. I, ha- I wrote down, <laughs> thinks up elaborate insults, comebacks in their head, but never actually says them to the person. Oh, yeah. I have oh, so no. many scenarios. <laughs> I have so many scenarios and things in my head yeah. that I wish I could. Like, I think about things after the fact. I'll like go home and I'll be like, love to say this then i'll see them the yeah. next day and i'll be like hi <laughs> <laughs> how you going how's the dog <laughs> that's most that's that's so a particular a particular <laughs> we won't name names but i will not give a shout out to this person who i used to work with that was funny because that was a co-worker that we both didn't like and that co-worker really liked you and thought that you liked them but you hated them I hated them. You hated them so much. They were disgusting. <laughs> and they would constantly like hassle you because they thought that you had a friendly relationship, but you didn't. And then didn't. I <laughs> <laughs> would just stare at this person angrily. And they came up to you once and like, I think Jem doesn't like me. Yeah, and I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so I think Huff can fall into group hate mentality because they, they don't like to hate people, but if they are doing it with friends, it's better <laughs> because it's yeah, friendship. Yeah, sure, everything's fun if you're doing it in a group. <laughs> it's friendship mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down, XL, XL, 
gossip. Because <laughs> I feel like Hufflepuffs will bitch about an annoying person to trusted friends, but like they're not necessarily confrontational. They won't. No. Yeah. It's yeah. behind the back sort of stuff. Yeah. Only um, to people I trust. Only to people that you trust as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. They're <laughs> not believe for. If you listeners are doing this as a drinking game, please take a shot every time I burp. <laughs> um, Hufflepuff as enemies are still civil to people that they hate, and the enemies of a Hufflepuff may have no idea the Hufflepuff hates them, may even think that the Hufflepuff considers them a friend. So yeah, Particular no. co-worker. That's a particular co-worker. Yes. Yeah. And yes. passive-aggressive. That is true. Yeah. That's weird because like that's... That's so Hufflepuff to have a, an enemy that you don't even know, but it's got kind of Slytherin energy to it as well, I think. Yeah, D- duplicity. It is my hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely think Hufflepuffs aren't the type of enemy that they'll actively confront you unless they are pushed to the max. No. But they will bitch about you and they will hate you with their friends. <laughs> like, like, you just don't want to cause any unnecessary drama. Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, that's all I had about Hufflepuffs, uh, except for like some examples from pop culture and real life. Is there anything else you want to say? Hufflepuff en- enemies is really hard because what enemies are there? Well, like what Hufflepuff enemies are there in the series? There's only Zachariah Smith, who just sucks, but he's like he's just really passive aggressive and annoying. Like, is that a Hufflepuff en- enemy? I did write down passive aggression. Yeah. That was one of my things. That's, I guess, what it is. It's just, like, unless they are pushed to extremes, I don't think Hufflepuffs are a very threatening enemy. They'll just annoy you. Maybe if there was a group of Hufflepuffs with you. A group of Slytherins. You need at least one Slytherin. I need at least one Slytherin. Slytherin or Gryffindor. I mean, I think it depends. If, if it's just towards me, then I won't confront. But if it's towards, like, my friends, yes. then I will do it. Then you'll protect. Um. So, yeah. Uh, do we want to go over some famous examples? You want to start? Yes. I have a list. Do you want me to just go through the list? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I have no reasoning behind this. I just worked with my gut instinct. I have Charles Boyle, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Clint Barton from Marvel, Pam Beasley from The Office, Homer Simpson, Wayne The Rock Johnson, Ned from Spider-Man Homecoming, Leslie Note from Parks and Rec, Bella Swan from Twilight, Seth Rogen, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Most Dogs, Thanos, Winnie the Pooh, And Gusto from Ratatouille. Thanos! <laughs> Thanos! I'm gonna need an explanation on Thanos. Look, I think that he did this for the community. Fair play, you're right. Which is the world. <laughs> he was patient. He wasn't necessarily vindictive towards anyone. He was hardworking. I just think that that's Hufflepuff energy. Was he right? No. Is he a Hufflepuff? Yes, and I'll die on that hill. I, I can see it. Yeah. I, I, I can see it. <laughs> I just want to point out that of the ones that you said, Charles Boyle was top of my list, and I also had Leslie and Hope, Homer Simpson, and all dogs. I want to argue with Homer Simpson. Um, fat and yellow. Homer, mm. I see him as a Slytherin because he, he is selfish and he's down to do crime at any time. And he's so just, am I. <laughs> he's, I just see him as really selfish and not really fair play at all. He's Perhaps. He lies a lot. But do it for her. Oh, there's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's terrible. Yeah. He's not a good man. Yeah. The thing about Homer Simpson, I'm rewatching The Simpsons now, and I'm like three um, seasons in, and I'm realizing more and more that I kind of hate Homer Simpson, which I didn't expect. He is terrible. But there's two sides to him. There's his everyday behavior where he's- He's he's lazy and he's stupid and he's selfish and he's neglectful or outright abusive towards his children and wife. And, like, he's just not a very good person. But then there's this other side to him, which is when push comes to shove, extreme circumstances, he's always willing to do something really kind and 
selfless and stuff like that. But the thing is, that's bullshit because you can't be like, every now and then I'm going to do one big, huge gesture and that will make up for all of my failings in every other area. So I don't think Homer Simpson's a good person and I've lost track of my original point. What was I saying? Is he up for Bob? Yeah. That's valid. I mean, in my defense, I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons as a child. Yeah. So I don't have a strong argument behind this. He is just yellow and chunky and eats donuts, and I relate. And also, are you going with Clint Barton from the comics or from the- From the movies. From the movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to argue Leslie Nope. I reckon she's more of a Gryffindor, but I can see the Hufflepuff energy. Leslie Nope has a huge- drive to do good and that's the Gryffindor side of her but everything that she does is accomplished through hard work and friendship and also just little things like what you were saying Sarah like gift giving as a competition like Leslie has all of these friendship events and Galentine's Day and she's always got the perfect gifts for everyone and like she does what she does not for like fame or glory she does it for horny yeah she's in Hufflepuff you convinced me all right do you want to hear some of mine I had Hesitation. <laughs> Lucy Pevensey from Narnia. I had um, Steven Universe, uh, Rapunzel from Tangled, Pippin, and Samwise yeah. Gamgee from Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, here's my Star Wars yes. characters. I had Han Solo. Sorry. <laughs> Star Wars characters. I had Han oh, Solo, Chewie, and Rose from um, Rose mm. from The Last Jedi, of course. I feel Chewie. I feel like Han Solo pretends to be a Slytherin, but he's actually Han <laughs> Chewie's just an absolute unit. Yeah. Hufflepuff is the house of units. I had Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> I had um, Scott Lang from the Cinematic Universe. Um, I had Groot, mm-hmm. Mantis, Happy Hogan from Orphan MCU. Is Groot just because he's a plant? No, it's because he gives a little girl the flower, he protects his friends, he sacrifices <laughs> yep. himself. True. Yeah. <laughs> Loyalty. Loyalty to Rocket, even though Rocket abuses him all the time. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Breaking Bad. Neither, but I looked up this one and I read a bit about it. I'm like, oh yeah, I can see it. Um, Mad Max for Mad Max Free Road. Explain. Good boy. He's good. He's out there to just, you know, live a simple life. And then mm. he comes across these people that need his help and he helps them as much as he can. He's a universal blood donor. Yeah. He, um, that, that's just a Hufflepuff trait. I'm um, not a universal blood donor. Well, then I'm, I have bad news for you. But I'm <laughs> A positive. Same. <laughs> yes. Hey. <laughs> I also just think that Mad Max is just out there to help others and then, like, you know, move on. True. Live a simple life. He's not looking for glory. He's not looking, not particularly overly intelligent. He's just always there <laughs> trying to help. Doing his best. Dean Winchester from Supernatural. Um, Eleven from Stranger Things. I have not Eleven, but Kid from Stranger Things. Who could it be? It's the guy with the teeth and the, um, the pet in the second season. Dustin. Keeps the family together. He's the glue. He keeps that like little um beastoid, that little, yeah, yeah. A little frog, little beast thing, <laughs> and he makes it into his friend, even though it eats his cat. Yeah, I I relate. I had Wonder Woman. No, oh, yeah. I had um Hades from the original mythology, not from any movies or anything. Just Hades as he is in Greek mythology. That's valid because he just wants to work hard and left alone. <laughs> Got he does dogs. the hardest job. Like he just wants to chill and be left alone. And then he wants to marry Persephone, which is controversial. Was she kidnapped? Was she? Mm-hmm. It's all anyway. And you can add me on that. I have a lot of like positions on Hades and Persephone. <laughs> I had from Game of Thrones, uh, Podrick Payne, Hot Pie, 
Brand of Toth and Ned Stark. These are all Hufflepuffs, I believe. Ned Stark is more of a Gryffindor to me. He's very like, we have to do everything the right way, following the rules. Fuck no. Fucking no. Ned Stark is loyal <laughs> to, like, loyal to the point where it got him killed. He got executed, which is a big Hufflepuff trait. He's loyal. He believes in doing the right thing, but that's also a Hufflepuff thing. He believes in protecting his family. He works hard. Like, I, I wouldn't, like, he's obviously an accomplished swordsman, but he doesn't gloat about it at all. He's very humble and just sort of, he's a little bit basic and a bit of a dumbass and it gets him killed. But that's Hufflepuff energy. He's a dog person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I had Cinderella as a Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had from Avatar the Lost Evander, I had Ang, Arpa, Suki as Hufflepuff. Yeah, Suki's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. He's hot. Um, I had down Paddington Bear Ooh. and Winnie the Pooh, two, two good bears. Fat and yellow. Uh, and then lastly, I had Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. He eats. He eats. Also, Wallace and Gromit makes me hungry. Yeah, I know Claymation <laughs> makes you hungry. Claymation makes me so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> the moon is cheese in Wallace and Gromit. That's canon in Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, the moon's cheese. God, how much I would love to just take a chunk out of it. When he slices off that, like, part of the moon and spreads it on his cracker. Right. I was watching that yesterday. I was salivating. That's what I think about often. If someone were to read my mind, it would just be that scene from Wallace Mm. and Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's my list. Okay. Here are some of my Hufflepuff characters. You guys have said, like, two-thirds of my list, but uh, Bilbo Baggins from... Lord of the Rings. Um, you guys said yeah. Charles Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I also want to add in Terry. He loves yogurt and his family, and he's loyal to the uh, the Nine-Nine. He's a good boy. And he also works harder than all of them. Uh, from the MCU, Thor. Mm. I like that, because he's the ultimate hype man. He's always supportive of his friends. I could see a Gryffindor energy with him, because he's prone to temper. That's only really the first. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say like Gryffindor in the first Thor movie. And then the he MCU, evolves. But he becomes more Hufflepuff. Yeah. Like, he, he goes from Gryffindor to Hufflepuff. He does. He forgives Loki over and over and over Non-stop. again. Non-stop. <laughs> so naive. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. Um, We talked about Homer Simpson. Marge Simpson is a better Hufflepuff than Homer is. Uh, Joey from France. <laughs> he eats so much. Oh, he's such a, such a gentleman. <laughs> and I love how, like, it, it plays him up to be, he's the ladies' man, he treats women shitly. When Ross is right there, like... <laughs> Ross is the worst! <laughs> Ross! Joey oh. is the friendliest. Joey is the most pure of the men. And my final Hufflepuff character is Pumbaa, because Sarah keeps burping into the microphone. <laughs> Yeah. Is, that, is there anything else we wanted to say about Hufflepuffs? I think that's it. That's all I have. Hufflepuffs are good and the best, and I love them. Well, I've been Gem, and I would have loved to have been Sylvan Hufflepuff so I can hang out with my friend Sarah. Yay! <laughs> I am Sarah, and I hope you all eat today. <laughs> I've been Rhea, and this is my favourite episode we've ever recorded. Thanks for listening to Podcast 9 and 3 Quarters. This show is written and edited by Rhea and Gem. You can send us an email at 9and3quarterspodcast at gmail.com, find us on Tumblr, Facebook, and Instagram at podcast 9 and 3 quarters, or talk to us separately on Twitter. Rhea is at SmashMouthRhea, and me, Jem, is at Jem underscore just Jem. Please feel free to send us theories or ask us questions, and bombard us with so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. Our special guest this week was Sarah. All of her plugs were included in this episode which include Dogs, Tessa Thompson, The Island of the Philippines, Josh's podcast, Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, and Wallace and Gromit, I believe. Our logo art is by Winged Corgi. Find more of her art at wingedcorgi.tumblr.com. 
This week's intro music was chosen by a special guest singer and was Harry Potter theme song Fail Recorder Cover by Recorder Master. And our outro music was Hedwig's Theme by John Williams. We hear from us again in two weeks' time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.